0: R&B music was at a new peak in 2004. Artists like Alicia Keys and Beyonce were selling millions, but there was one artist who owned the air. His name was Usher, and with his 2004 album Confessions, he achieved world domination. Join me today as we take a look at the era that brought us some of Usher's signature tunes and arguably his magnum opus. I'm Michael Kodesh, and this is Planet 2000s. Hey everybody my name is michael kadosh and i'm here to welcome you all to planet 2000s a place where we celebrate pop music's most iconic moments from the most iconic decade in pop music history let's dive in hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of planet 2000s i am your host michael kadosh and i am so honored to be back with you guys and thank you to everybody who has listened and everybody who has given positive feedback i really appreciate you guys listening and Without further ado, let's get started on the new episode. This week, we're going to be speaking about Usher and his Confessions album. Now, anybody who listened to music in the 2000s knows that in the mid-2000s, we're talking 2004, 2005, Usher took over the world. Usher owned everything. Usher was all over the radio. He was all over Much Music, if you were in Canada, MTV in the US, or anywhere else worldwide. His videos were everywhere. He had number one hits. He sold millions of records, and it was his Confessions album, which was his fourth studio album. That really was his... Not so much his breakout album because he was already a star, but it was the album that cemented him into legendary status. The Confessions album came out on March 23rd, 2004 on Arista Records, which at the time was headed by Antonio L.A. Reid, who many of us now know as the past X-Factor judge with Simon Cowell and Britney back in 2012. But at the time, he was the head of Arista Records. He had just taken over for Clive Davis, who had been the head of Arista for 20 plus years. Once Clive was out, LA was in and he was really taking Arista by storm and he was really trying to get big albums for the label and you know they really struck gold, actually struck diamond. no pun intended, for the Confessions album. It was released on March 23rd, 2004, and this was Usher's big album in the sense that it was his most personal work yet. You know, he had been writing his songs before, but this was the first time that he was taking an autobiographical approach to the songwriting. He worked with producers Jermaine Dupri, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and Lil John for the record. He had previously worked with Jermaine for his last two albums, My Way and 8701, which were both extreme, huge, colossal successes with hits like You Remind Me, My Way, Nice and Slow, and things of that nature. He knew that he was going to be making hit records with Jermaine. Jermaine's worked with Mariah. He's worked with so many amazing artists. And so you knew that it was going to be great. But they wanted to take a little bit of a different approach. They wanted to really cement Usher's sound. And, you know, that's something that Usher has always been very passionate about, is his sound and his individuality and in his music.
1: Would you say to young kids, Tal- talent shows is the best way to get the scene out there, man? i say that's a great way to get started, you know. Mm. You can dance in the street, you know. You have to find a way to practice, you know. Mm. Practice makes perfect. That's Definitely. what makes a great artist. That's what makes a great entertainer mm. you know so if you're back in your in a backyard in your house in a mirror you know you see a move you have to per, you know be persistent at getting that move right definitely you, know, if you have a voice you have to work at your voice you know mm. to, to you have to study you have to find an artist or find you know a style mm. a music that you want to adapt to rather it's country rather it's blues rather it's soul rather it's you know, you know whatever neo so you just have to work at it you have to diligently Continue and be persistent, yeah. you know, do you get it. Beautiful. That's yeah. it. someone's got to give. And if you want to be recognized, you know, it's it's harder. You know, I've actually I had a few conversations with a few artists, new artists, or you know, people who really want to become artists here. And you know, I listen, and you know, I give my, you know, I give my uh, constructive criticism if mm-hmm. there's any, or advice. And um, it's not a lot of windows of opportunity over here. So if you do meet someone, you gotta be ready. Mm. You gotta be able to sing right then and there or dance or you know, or have the charisma or something to show that you're an artist,
0: you know when Usher came out with Confessions at the beginning of 2004 it had been about three years since the release of his last album and two years since he was last out because he basically spent all of 2001 promoting his 8701 album with the tracks You Got It Bad You Remind Me You Don't Have To Call and then he kind of disappeared for a few years and now he had been working on music he was in a relationship with TLC's Chili which we will definitely be speaking about in just a little bit and he had disappeared for a little bit and in that time Justin Timberlake came out with his first solo record with a very similar sound to Usher kind of like the R&B the pop but R and B leaning sound and everybody was saying how Justin Timberlake was taking Usher's place and Usher didn't really like that too much.
1: I will say this, I am a very uh confident man and I know what I'm capable of doing. I'm not a copycat, I'm not a follower, I'm a leader. I've never been trying to take anyone's spot, you know. If anything, I'm gonna go back and say something about this too. I think when you guys put Justin Timberlake in the in the category of being a follower, it shows that he can't be a leader. That's not good, you know. So, you know, it kind of it kind of worries me that every time you know that question comes up, everybody's like, you know, well, Justin Timberlake is taking your spot. Mm. No, not really. You know, I, I wouldn't want to be a follower, would you? You know, I want to lead in my own in my own category. So I'll go ahead and put it out there if Justin hasn't already. Mm. You know, uh, you know, there, there'll never be another Usher. I'm an ultimate entertainer. I do it all. You know, sing, dance, write, produce, uh, direct.
0: He knew that he had to come back with something strong if he wasn't just going to be someone from the early 2000s or late 90s, you know, a fad. He didn't want to be forgotten and he wasn't going to let any artist take his sound and his individuality, which he worked very hard for and worked hard to build up over three albums. The main singles that were released from the record, there were five singles. Yeah, Burn, Confessions Part 2, my Boo with Alicia Keys and caught up. Yeah, being the lead single off the record and obviously the signature song from not just the album but arguably Usher's signature track. Period. Now the funny thing is, is that Yeah was not intended to be the first single. Originally, the label was thinking that they wanted Burn to be the first single because it had that kind of ballady R and B sound that Usher was really known for. Yeah it was a little bit different. Yeah was taking a risk, so it was R and B but with a little bit of a hip hop edge, and at that time that was being called crunk and B, mainly because. Lil Jon and the East Side Boys crafted that sound and with his tracks Get Low, which was just out the year before that. And so, yeah, I was following in that kind of genre. It was a little bit of a sub genre, actually. And the record label wasn't sure if people would respond to it simply because that's what people knew Usher for that kind of ballady sound. And it was a little bit of a risk. But like I said earlier, he wanted to prove that he was not just going to be a forgotten artist and he wasn't going to let anyone take his place. And that means you have to take risks. And so yeah, it was that risk. And so Lil Jon ended up leaking Yeah to radio in November of 2003 before the record label could get even a shot at putting out any music it was leaked to radio and then they saw radio stations were really picking it up and audiences were really liking it and so Arista Records finally was like you know what let's put out this song let's put it out and they did and the rest is history it went on to be one of the most successful songs of the 2000s and Usher's most successful song of his of his career but most importantly it actually helped artists like Sierra and T-Pain who came out a little bit after have a genre for themselves so it created a movement that is something that he needs to be extremely proud of
1: the next single is called Burn now tell us why you chose burn as the second single off of your album you know it's funny i chose burn as the first single did you and we did yeah and had it and you know surprisingly i mean we all knew it was going to be a huge record but we had no
0: idea it would be this yeah people are loving it so the confessions album sold 1.1 million copies in its first week alone in america which is incredible that would not really happen today unless you're Taylor Swift but you know that was not something that happened so much then as much as it doesn't now and it was a pretty incredible feat because at that time that was when you know LimeWire and Napster and all the music piracy was very strong and so record sales were slipping so the fact that Usher was able to grow an audience I'm sorry draw in an audience as big as 1.1 million copies in the first week that was incredible especially to the music business and of course to L.A. Reid and everyone in Arista they were so happy with the sales, but. According to Billboard, it didn't just sell. It was the second best-selling album of the 2000s period after Eminem's Marshall Mathers LP because it went on to sell 10.3 million copies in the US and 20 million copies worldwide, giving him a diamond certification, the only diamond certification for 10 years until Adele received hers. It was really amazing to see people actually buying music again. And this album was seen as actually helping to recover album sales in the US because there was a really fast decline. Obviously, now with streaming, it's a completely different thing. That idea of music piracy that people would go to jail for, and now you're getting your songs, you're streaming your songs for free by paying a $5 to $10 a month at Spotify. It's a completely different time. Back then, it was really revolutionary. Shaheem Reed recently wrote an article for MTV, just, you know, going over the success of Usher and the Confessions era, and he said, even if you didn't listen to r b music, you knew this album. And if you did listen to r this was the blueprint for all of your favorite stars to come. Drake, Justin Bieber, Miguel, Chris Brown, and Omarion have all cited Usher's influence, and though Beyonce spoke about Thriller as the top touchstone for her career defining self-titled release back in 2013, the way the lyrics tease revelations about her personal life with her husband, both good and bad, it feels more indebted to confessions than anything Michael Jackson ever wrote. And I think that Shaheem has a point with that. Usher really took the idea of writing out your feelings like kind of like a journal into the mainstream success and he ran with it and he created a movement and then he created the sound along with it. And I really do believe that he was a blueprint for those guys that he said, like Miguel, like Chris Brown, like Omarion, you know, Usher was there first and he created that sound for them. He's it's all even... the true
1: confessions of usher. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like I say, in a way, you have to understand this is artistic creativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's metaphoric ways of explaining situations as well mm-hmm. as realistic situations mm-hmm. I've been in recently or in the past. Okay. So I've never been able to truly just open it all up. And, okay. you know, hey, you know what? Every, you got you to gotta get to that point in your career where you can be vulnerable in front of mm-hmm. your fans. You got to keep it real with them. I'm keeping it yeah. real with y'all. That's what real music is. Uh, definitely.
0: Thank you guys for tuning in to the Planet 2000s podcast. I just wanted to take a moment to let you guys know where you can find me on social media. I am on Instagram at Planet 2000s. Or you can hit me up on my personal page at Michael Kadosh, C-A-D-O-C-H. If you guys want to talk about some good old pop music or just reminisce about some good times, then make sure to hit me up there. I'm also on Twitter or Facebook at Michael Kadosh. Back to the pod.
1: This album uh, is a lot more personal uh, in terms of the topics. Mm -hmm. uh, A lot more uh, serious. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm. It's done something that the others didn't do. It sold a million units in one week. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah! And uh, the performance on it is great, man. It's been, uh, it's been, you know, number one for the last three weeks, in a few few countries: Germany, Europe, uh, America. Really, really proud of it. Yeah,
0: congratulations, man. It's a beautiful
1: album. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, definitely.
0: So when talking about the autobiographical aspect of Usher's Confessions album, it has been of wide public speculation which songs were actually about his life and about the producers' lives or about people in his life's lives. So all this to say is his Confessions song, Confessions Part 2, was a little bit controversial simply because the lyrics spoke about a man who had cheated on a woman who he loved to who he had been with, who he was in a loving relationship with, and that he had gotten a mistress, another woman that he barely knew pregnant. And this was around the time where magazines were very relevant and there were a lot of rumors, et cetera, But everybody did happen to know that Usher was in a relationship with TLC's Chili. Chili is one of the main singers in TLC. We love TLC here at Planta um, and I'll definitely be talking about them soon. But all this to say is that, you know, Chilli and Usher were in a very serious relationship. He had had her be the girl in a few of his earlier videos, You Got It Bad and You Remind Me, and that's why the public was so invested in their relationship, because essentially they were sold the story of this couple that was in love, and, you know, they had been together for years. They were kind of R&B's Britney and Justin, if you want, before there was Beyonce and Jay-Z, because Beyonce and Jay-Z only became a public thing in 2002 three but usher and Chili had been dating since 2001 so they were really before beyonce and jay so everyone was really invested in their relationship and they were kind of hollywood's dash america's sweetheart couple so when the confession song came out everyone was like oh my goodness did usher cheat on Chili?" you know there's been a lot of things that were said over the years however it has been confirmed that the song was not about Chili. the song was produced by jermaine dupri and he has since gone on the record to say that it was actually based on his life. Uh,
1: in the song, Confessions, you say that you had a baby by a, another girl while you were dating a girl. Is that a true confession? You know what? No, for myself no, or... no, no. L- listen, in every album I've ever done, matter of fact, I want to just shout out to one of the fans in the audience that has got all of my CDs from the first. Hold it down. <laughs> In every album, I've, I've been able to, you know, kind of tell you a little bit more about, you know, myself as well as the way I think. Mm-hmm. You know, this album was not just for my experiences, but a lot of, you know, things that me and all the people who were around me were going through. So, collectively, this idea of, you know, making a record about a guy who has to, one, confess this woman that I you know I, I got somebody on the side, mm-hmm. and by the way, I got her pregnant. It's something mm-hmm. that we we go through, men go through, and yeah. I, feel, I feel like, you know, this album projected real talk it was about yeah. real situations that happen in life not hiding anything mm-hmm. okay. so that that is it but no so i don't have a child you're not okay there you go
0: okay. Usher said in an interview, people assume things because, as I said, I pull from my personal experiences to make my music. He also added that he loved Chili. However, it just didn't work out. But cheating is not what caused the relationship to collide and crash. Now, that's not what Chili said. Chili said in a radio interview that he had done the ultimate no-no and that he had cheated. And this was that year. She has since changed her tune a little bit and has been a lot more amicable about it, and it seems that she actually still has a lot of love for Usher and that they do have a big respect for each other.
1: I'll just say this about us. I think the timing was was a little off. Yeah. You know, um, I had just gotten out of a really long, off-and-on relationship, and I think a lot <coughs> of times we don't realize that when you're in a relationship for a very long time and you're over it, you're over the person, but it doesn't mean you're not over all the stuff that you allowed yourself to go through. And so I had baggage, Mm -hmm. you know, so I had baggage kind of going into the relationship. And then, you know, it was just a combination of things. But as far as our personalities, you know, just, you know, how we are and how he is as a person, how I am, that part was fine.
0: But all this to say is for Usher to come out with such a big song like that and have it, you know, be his confessions, it wasn't far fetched for people to believe that, that was the story of his life but let's just be honest we all know how marketing works you guys we all know that the record label was like well we know that that's what people are going to think we know that's what they're going to print so people are going to buy the record so i mean hey <laughs> props to you guys arista and props to you usher for creating an amazing song as for the actual story it was a true story it was just jermaine Dupree's story Usher experienced immense success with this album. And for his fourth single, My Boo, he hit up Alicia Keys and they created a song together. The fun fact about My Boo is that he had actually recorded the song during the original sessions for Confessions, along with the song Red Light and extra songs that were on the re-release. However, you know, the songs weren't finished in time, so they just didn't put them out. But what ended up happening was that obviously, like I said earlier, music piracy was a really big deal at that time. And so in order to avoid things getting leaked, the label was like, well, why don't we just have a repackaging, we'll add in a few tracks, and we'll fix up this song with alicia you know at the time alicia had a very big album as well the diary of alicia keys another album that i cannot wait to talk about because you know i grew up listening to alicia like crazy and so i can't wait to speak about her you know they decided that oh this is going to be successful and sure enough it was it was a number one record and it created immense success, not just for Usher, but for Alicia as well. How did the collaboration come about with you guys? I, I mean, is it kind of a big political record company thing or do you literally pick up the phone
1: to each other and go, hey, how you doing? Doing anything this weekend? Fancy writing a track? <laughs> is it, is it? <laughs> well, you know what? Great, great chemistry is what it's ultimately all about. I mean, I respect uh, Alicia, uh, as an artist, and did, had a great respect for and, and had been following her career. Mm-hmm. And every so often, you know, there's that, there's those artists that come together that just have great chemistry. Yeah. And I felt, you know, it was just like, it's worth worth risking it, you know. Giving hey, you know, I'm pretty good at it, man. We, <laughs> yeah. we could put something together. You've sold a few records, too. <laughs> come together and sell a few records together you know? <laughs> yeah. but um, I did uh, I finally got you with her and she she did my boo
0: with me exactly okay, yeah. okay. what goes around comes around uh, you yeah. know Usher was on a hot streak that year he went on his second world tour it was titled the Truth Tour it scored 29.1 million dollars at the box office just for the American shows it also went on to go to Europe and Africa opening acts were Jojo and Kanye West and it ran from May 2004 until October 2004 and in that time Usher also went on to Win two VMA awards for Best Male Video and Best Dance Video, and to this day, those are his only VMA awards, and they were his first. So you know it was a very big moment for him in his career. He also won four American Music Awards that year.
1: And the winner is Usher. Confession. I just want to thank all the lovely ladies. For this one. <laughs> I want to thank all of my team, uh, Yolanda Ray, everybody back home, Mark Pitts, Philana Williams, Chris Chambers, uh, all of my people in New York. This one is uh, actually for my hometown. If they didn't raise me right, I wouldn't have been able to develop into the
0: artist that I am. Alicia, this is for both of us. All right? <laughs> thank y'all but I think that obviously more prestigious and something that most artists dream of having is he won some Grammys. He had already won two Grammys for his previous album and he won three for this album. Best Urban Contemporary Album, Best Rap Song Collaboration for Yeah, and Best R&B Group Performance for My Boo with Alicia Keys. So he ended up winning every big award that you can win. Grammys, American Music Awards, MTV Awards, Billboard Music Awards. He had a very successful tour. He sold 20 million records. And to this day, all the songs that are on that record are classics. Personal favorites for me obviously you know we love burn (laughs) and we love caught up and i love my boo but i also love the song can you handle it and you guys definitely need to take a listen to that song when you're listening to this album after this podcast which I'm sure you guys do because a lot of you guys have told me that you guys love listening to the albums after I speak about them and it's fun you know we we love to reminisce here at Planet 2000s that being said it has been so much fun speaking to you guys today about Usher and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and had fun going down a little bit of memory lane with me let me know at my Instagram page at Planet 2000s what your favorite songs from the Confessions album are and stay tuned for many more episodes to come if you guys have any requests of artists that you'd like me to speak about feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. All right, you guys, this is Michael Kudosh. I'm out, have a wonderful day.